Welcome back to Teach Me How to Money. We are here with Ryan Finneran, who's going to talk to me about how fantasy football can actually teach you a lot about investing. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Lindsay. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was really great. Got to see uh, a lot of my family and uh, my nephews. So always a fun time. So just tell us real quick, uh, what do you do at Stash? Uh, so I am on the operations team here. Uh, I work uh, closely with our back office, uh, our custodian uh, and clearing firm Apex Clearing, uh, to make sure that everything is running smoothly for firm and state accounts. And then I also work with uh, Lindsay uh, on the compliance side uh, and uh, several of the, uh, the product and engineering teams over here. Well, we couldn't do it without you. You are one of the, my favorite people at Stash. Don't tell everyone else at Stash I said this. <laughs> You're far too kind. Um, so what uh, people might not know is that you're also an excellent teacher about fantasy football. <laughs> I, I'd like to think so. You taught me everything I know. I came to you. So a little background. Um, I always wanted to learn about fantasy football. I never understood it. So I went to Ryan and we we have an office fantasy league and uh, he helped me set everything up. And um, I think I'm doing pretty well considering um, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, you're doing very well. Uh, it's it's kind of scary because you're you're very close to uh, beating me and uh, I can't have the, the student <laughs> beating the teacher. Uh, so I'm going to start giving you some bad advice now. Excellent. The master has become the manatee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what was so cool about it as you were teaching me about fantasy football and, and everything is that I was starting to see a lot of parallels about investing, you know, because I think about investing a lot. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. So um, one thing I thought was super interesting, just to get us started, is um, the idea of setting your roster and a diversified portfolio. And I was wondering if you could just kind of start us off with how those two concepts and how they kind of come together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so with fantasy football, you know, you want to make sure that you have a, a pretty well-rounded uh, roster, and especially dependent on the type of, the le of league that you're in. So if you're in a... Uh, uh, points per reception league, a PPR league. Uh, it means anytime that you're the wide receivers or running backs on your team, uh, or even tight ends, uh, catch a pass, they automatically get uh, a certain number of points. Uh, and then for every yard that, that they carry the ball after the catch, uh, or for every yard that, that they catch the ball for, um, they get an equivalent amount of points. So if you're in a, a points per reception league, you want to make sure that you have a good number of wide receivers uh, and wide receivers that are going to be uh, catching the ball quite a bit, uh, or at least targeted quite a bit. And then the same for, for running backs. Uh, running backs in, in those leagues tend to be dual threats in that they can catch the ball out of the backfield and get you points there. And then as well, they can, they're, they're going to be running the ball. Uh, but if you're in a points per reception league or a PPR league, you don't even you don't want to necessarily just stack your lineup with uh, with just wide receivers who are going to catch the ball because you know if they get hurt uh, or you know if if the team is playing in a in a windy city or a, a rainy city, uh, they may not be running or passing the ball very much. So you also want to make sure that you have uh, running backs uh, who can be able to to run the ball as well. Uh, and then even still, you want to make sure that you have a very good quarterback who's going to be passing the ball quite a bit, uh, or even a quarterback who who can be able to run the ball uh, when when needed. So you want to make sure that you're looking at your lineup uh, and making sure that you're covering all your bases. And that translates really well to investing. Uh, you want to make sure that you know you're not just picking 
investments, uh, you know, just based off things that you might know. Um, you know, you want to do your research, find the ones that, uh, that will work really in, in, in any conditions, uh, any market conditions. If it's a, a bull market, a bear market, you know, what have you, you want to make sure that you're picking the right investments for the long term. So also, um, you wouldn't want to just get one star quarterback and then kind of flake out on the rest of your roster. That that's exactly right. You know, that quarterback, uh, they're definitely going to have a bye week. So you need to make sure that you have a backup, uh, or a contingency plan. And then as well, you know, we've, we've seen this <laughs> plenty of times with, uh, with quarterbacks, you know, Aaron Rodgers this year, uh, he was supposed to be, uh, a really great quarterback, someone that, someone that you could really rely on, uh, he ends up, uh, breaking his collarbone. So mm. you need to, if you have, if you had Aaron Rodgers on your, on your team that, uh, that week and all the weeks subsequent, you know, you were scrambling to find someone if, if in the beginning of the year, uh, you had planned ahead and, and, you know, kind of planned for plan for the worst thinking that, you know, the quarterback either could get hurt, could have a bad year. Um, or, you know, just when they, when they have their bye week you know, if you have someone on the bench that, that can come in at any time, uh, that that's really helpful rather than trying to scramble. So would you say that just choosing someone like Tom Brady, um, would be sort of like having, you know, having just one powerhouse stock, just one. And just, yeah. so that's, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's an example of a non-diversified portfolio is just having one stock and one in one sector. Is that, does that make sense as a, as a parallel? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you're if you're just taking uh, one quarterback, you know, Tom Brady is, is a quarterback who's really known for known for his arm. He's known for his consistency. Um, but, you know, I think earlier this year, or maybe last year, he had his longest run of his, you know, close to 15 year career. Uh, and he ran the ball for 20 yards uh, when most quarterbacks can can do that, uh, you know, in their sleep. So, you know, you want to make sure that you have uh, that quarterback or, you know, in investing that you want to make sure you have that investment that, uh, you know, covers all the bases, you know, not someone that really just checks one box. You want to make sure that that you're you're to use the word properly diversified, even with uh, your one single player, your one single stock. So just having if Tom Brady was Facebook and that's all you had, that would look really great. But your portfolio or your team might be in trouble if Facebook were to have trouble or Tom Brady were to um, break his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of at the whims of that uh, of that one individual or that one individual stock. So, you know, if um, if things aren't going well for for Tom Brady or, uh, you know, if his wide receivers aren't doing too well or or Facebook, uh, you know, if if no one's if all the kids stop using Instagram and they move over to Snapchat, uh, you know, that that could potentially uh, hurt. Uh, hurt Tom Brady or, or hurt your investment. So you want to make sure that, that you're, you're spread out. And a good way to have a diversified portfolio and to have um, a more diversified league is to, is to mix it up, make sure you have a little bit of everyone with different talents. And investing-wise, having a fund versus a single stock is a good way to, to do that for your portfolio. Certainly, certainly can be, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, you, everyone wants to take in, especially with investing, they want to take into account, um, their specific, excuse me, their specific circumstances, uh, you know, how much, how much risk you're willing to take on, how much, um, uh, what you're looking to do with your investments. Are you looking to invest for the long term, for the short term, what have you? And the same thing can be said for, for fantasy football. If, you know, if you're playing, uh, uh, a year long, 
uh, league like like we are in the office, uh, where everyone drafts their team in the beginning of the year, and that's their team for the year. They can pick up waiver wires, trade, what have you. Uh, but I can say our, our our office league is pretty competitive. I've yet to make a single trade. No one wants to trade with me. Yeah, they're not trading and, with uh, me either. I know, I know. We're too good. Uh, yeah, I think we're 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 hoarding our talent. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, the, the same goes for, uh, investments, uh, you know, you want to make sure that, that you're, you're picking the right ones and you also are, are planning for the contingencies, but you know, the same thing can be said on the opposite side. So there's a, a notion of, or a, a fantasy football called daily fantasy football, where you Never pick, heard of that. yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't suggest it for, for a lay person or someone who doesn't want to put in the time, so, so me. um, <laughs> But the uh, the concept is uh, every week you you pick a new lineup. You know you you get a a certain uh, what they call salary. So each player, depending on on how they're uh, how they're performing, uh, gets you know anywhere from you know they cost anywhere from three thousand up to twelve thousand dollars to kind of purchase that person or draft that person, uh, and you get a, a specific uh, salary amount that, that you're allotted. That one is, uh, it's a little bit tougher. You really have to be able to do your research. You really have to know what's, uh, where the players are, are playing, you know, how they're playing, who they're playing up against, uh, and, uh, really, really do your research. And that's, that's a little bit more like kind of single stock investment. You know, interesting. You, interesting. You, you really, you're, you're, you're kind of picking, or even it could be analogy to, uh, to day trading, you know, you're, you're picking that kind of short-term player or that short-term investment, um, it may pay out, it may not pay out, but you know, so long as you're you're really doing your research and and doing everything that you need to do, um, you know, it it, it could work out. Uh, but you know, it's it's definitely something that you know I recommend, and you know, <laughs> I recommend always going for the the long term uh, with uh, with fantasy football. Um, it's it's just less stress. It is less stress. I'm finding it less stressful. Let's move yeah. on really quick. Let's move on to, I, you were the one that taught me about this idea. You have home bias. Okay. Yes. So a lot of people uh, want to support uh, U.S. companies, things that are made yes. in America. And I think that's great. Um, yes. However, um, you know, I'm, I'm a New York fan. You know, I, mm -hmm. I want to support the Giants and the Jets, you know, but only picking my favorite teams and players from that was not the best idea for my, for my, my fantasy roster. Exactly. So uh, when we were doing our, doing our draft, uh, one of our coworkers was pick. He's from, uh, I believe, from Michigan, and uh, he's picking pretty much everyone from the Detroit Lions. Um, and uh, you know, it, it could work out well for them if they're having a great year. But uh, it, it, a lot of it hinges on the performance of you know a couple of key players. Right. You know, if you're if you're taking the quarterback for for the Lions and then all the wide receivers your wide receivers are going to be hinging on your quarterback. Um, or, you know, if you're just picking what you know um, and, you know, not, not expanding outside of, uh, outside of, you know, expanding your horizons, uh, you know, you're, you may be missing out on some players that are, that are really great. And the same thing can be said for, for investing. You know, if, if I were to solely invest in, in, uh, U.S. companies, um, I could be missing out on on the growth that that can be found in uh, in Europe, in uh, in the Asian markets, uh, really kind of throughout the world, um, even in you know the the Latin American markets. So, trying to make sure that uh, that 
not only with my fantasy football, I'm, I'm picking players that, you know, I don't watch, uh, on a weekly basis. Um, but also, you know, when it, when it comes to investments, you know, uh, expanding my horizons and, and really looking to see what else is out there and see where I can, uh, potentially get a long-term growth. I think, um, the way I was thinking about it is, um, if a, if a certain region of the country gets like hit by a hurricane, which happened yes. you know, recently. So if all your players were, you know, you were a big Florida fan or a big Texas yep. fan, you know, they, they, you know, if they all just had some trouble would know it was tough for them, you know, that's yep. going to sink. If that's, you could think if that's the healthcare sector, if that, you know, <laughs> then I'm getting a little out, out there, but if um, a region of the country is sort of like a, an investment a sector, you know, yeah. if that gets hit, your whole roster takes a hit and your whole portfolio takes a hit if something happens with the entire healthcare sector. However, Big. if you look, you know, if you pick, you know, pick some giants, you pick some Titans, you pick some Raiders, you know, then you're, you're also getting different seasons, different climates, different, uh, you know, different challenges, different wins. Um, exactly. That's the way I was looking at it. That sounds Yeah, cool? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and it, it's it's interesting. So earlier this year with uh, with the hurricanes that came through um, the the teams that play down in Texas, so the, the Houston Texans and, and some of the Florida teams, they actually had to move where they were playing um, to accommodate the, the weather. Um, and when you lose your home field advantage in football, uh, that can be that that's a pretty big uh pretty big knock you know exactly. it, it's it's always best to to play in front of your your home fans you know they're they're going to be cheering you on and you know it, it really helps you out um but you know exactly as you said if if you're you know if you're solely invested in in one specific sector or even just one specific market um and you know in, in that sector that market really starts to take a hit uh, you're going to feel that, but once you start to to spread out your uh, spread out your risk, it, it, it helps you out. Um, you know, it, you have those those other sectors, those other markets that may do a little bit better than uh, than others, and they can help to uh, pick up any any downturn. Exactly. So if um, if one sector is not doing that well, another one may may not have been affected by what affected the others. So that's exactly great. And just just as um, certain areas of the country get hit by storms, get hit by a violent flu, you know, yeah. um, the other team may not have. And that will that will keep your roster or your portfolio a little more solid. Exactly. OK, let's move on to not overreacting to chatter. So when I do set my fantasy lineup for the week, I, you know, I look at I look in the app. I see what everyone's talking about. This one had a bad this one's going to had a bad game last time. He's unlikely to do great this time. But then sometimes people have a breakout. You know, yep. and, you know, and then people, people like to, they drop, you know, because yep. they're like, oh, I don't want to lose next week. Um, and, and that happened to me where I, I dropped someone who ended up having a much better week and I was super mad. Yep. yep. You know, it's, it's tough to, uh, tough to not listen to, uh, to all the chatter. You know, I, I look at, um, you know, different social medias and I, I look at, uh, different news outlets, uh, that they cover all these players and, you know, it's, it's tough to tune it out sometimes, you know, you want to listen to it and you want to believe what's, what's going on, but, uh, it's really difficult. You know, it's, it, it's no different than just trying to predict the future with, uh, with some of these guys. Uh, you know, I, I, I had a very similar thing a couple of years ago where I had a, was a wide receiver for the dolphins that was supposed to not do too well. So I put him on my bench and he ended up scoring 45 fantasy football points, which oh is gosh. quite a bit. Uh, and I lost terribly, but if I had him on my, on my roster, I, I probably would have had a shot. Um, 
that but happened, that was solely that happened sorry. to me the one week where yes. when I, i'm still bitter the one week that i lost i left this one player on the bench and i, I couldn't i looked down again he had he had the best the best night of his the whole season yeah yeah and you know a, a lot of times it's it's really just uh you know, gut reactions and, and sometimes you're just writing emotion, just reading something, you know, you, you think, uh, you think, you know, exactly what's going to happen. You know, yeah, I can, I can watch the, uh, the giants play, uh, you know, I'm a giants fan as well. And this year has been particularly tough. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, watching it, I, I feel like I can always rely on them to, uh, to lose, but every now and again, and, you know, I don't want to play some of the Giants players because I feel like they're, they're not going to do too well, but, you know, every now and again, you know, I look at my bench and I see a Giants player that, that just has a great week, but the rest of the team just doesn't. Um, but that's solely because I'm reading something that says that don't play any Giants players. They exactly. are terrible this year. <laughs> so that, so for, in terms of investing, you know, we're always reading stuff, you know, yeah. analysts get paid to sort of speculate on, you know, oh, they're, they, this might cause, cause trouble for, yep. for this company, or there was a bad report um, coming out that may affect another company. And you could see that and, and wig and, and sell. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's tough not to, especially when it comes to uh, investing, because, you know, it's your, it's your money. You, you want to be, people are very protective of their money. Um, and, you know, it's tough not to have that, that knee jerk reaction when you read something that, you know, says the, there could be bad news ahead. Um, but again, you know, that person that that's writing that a lot, uh, a lot of times they're, you know, they're hoping that when they rub their, uh, their crystal ball, that they're, that they're right. Um, sure. but you know, they're, they're not always right. It, it could go the complete opposite direction. And, to, um, and just like how, you know, people who write about investing for TV and for online, you know, they want you to click on their article. They want to yeah. raise a little bit of drama and just like, mm -hmm. you know, people wouldn't be writing about fantasy football if, if they, if everyone, if everyone said, <laughs> you know, hold on, things might be okay. Just keep, that's not yeah. very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I would, I wouldn't, they, they lose one, they lose one reader in me if, uh, if they were to just say, Hey, things, things might be okay. Yeah. Uh, hang in there. <laughs> I, I like to read about the drama. Exactly. Uh, it, it, it caused for a uh, great conversation between myself and my brothers. Um, exactly. But it might not, but you have to be careful to not act on that, that trauma. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes I, I read it just for the entertainment value uh, and, and just be able to read it. But, you know, there's, there's times where, you know, I read it and uh, it, it sometimes does factor into my decision, but uh, you know, there, I don't, I don't take one story or, or one tweet as uh as my prime source, uh, you know, I, I definitely look for either other outlets, uh, other reporters that are that are saying the same thing. I want to verify that information that that's being reported to me, um, and make sure that you know I'm not just reacting on one person who either is trying to get people to click on their blog or or their their article, um, or the person who's just trying to get the the first scoop. Uh, you know, just the same with uh, investing is with uh, football or, or any any sports. You know, there's there's reporters and and people out there that are trying to be the first to uh, report on an injury or report on a, a trade or or anything like that. So you know, you you have to you can read into it and and uh, and then take that as your your direction to start reading even more, uh, educate yourself and. And get out there and try and, uh, and make the best decision possible. Sometimes, sorry, sometimes honestly, like I'll get an alert saying that the player it's questionable yep. or there's an injury that could be out for the season, and then they're back playing two two yeah. weeks later. So then you drop them, 
and you just should have kept them. Like it's just very yeah. so you can't you can't. I felt like you, I can't react too quickly to every little alert that comes up on my phone. Yeah, and sometimes these these teams they're they're just trying to play hardball with the uh, with the other team that they're playing this week. You know, exactly. they don't want to know. You know, they they may report, hey, uh, you know, Tom Brady didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, you know, we saw him in the training room. And it could simply be because Tom just didn't feel like practicing that day. Um, <laughs> I wish I had that life where I could just say, you know what, I'm going to take today off. I know, and then we all tweet um, about it. Ryan wasn't in the office today. I hope exactly. Stash is still doing okay. He's just you home. Know, he has a cold. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, there's there's always that, you know, there's there's some teams that that are just kind of playing uh, mind games with the other team to so that they might even change up their entire strategy on how they might play them that week. Um, You know, if Tom Brady is out for for a game, teams are going to have to adjust their defenses to uh, to the next quarterback up. Uh, So the more that they can kind of play mind games with them, the the better off the that team might be. All right. Let's move on really quick. And we're going to wrap up with this. Don't be guided by emotion. This is a great uh, piece of advice for for investing. You know, you, yep. come, you have a, a tough day at work or, you know, you're worried about your kid's college and you, you feel like you need money right now. And then yep. you decide to sell because you're you're yep. you're, you're worried. Um, mm-hmm. You can feel that way when, it, you know, about your lineup, you know, you're, you're so mad at your favorite player. He's not scoring the way he should be. You know, he's not living up to his projections. And then you drop them. Um, yeah. I just found those two to be, you know, I'm a very emotional lady. So I found the parallel between those two to be um, just very powerful, very powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, in it, with fantasy football, you know, I it's it's tough to uh, to see, you know, a, a player who has a bad week. You know, they could have had six weeks where they scored, you know, uh, you know, a dozen or so points for you. And then one week they just have an off week where they score, you know, four points. And, you know, for me, I, I see that and I'm like, oh, they're not living up to what I want them to do. Right. Uh, you know, I'm I am their coach. They should be listening to me to go out there and catch every ball. Um, and, you know, my first reaction is is just get rid of them and, and find the next guy. Um, but, you know, I, I then take a step back and think, okay, well, you know what, they, they're entitled to a bad week. Uh, you know, I, I get bad days or bad, uh, you know, I, am allowed to, to be grumpy or, or not have a good day. They, they should be as well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I give them the benefit of the doubt, but you know, if they're, you know, if, if they continue to, to underperform, maybe I start to reevaluate them. Um, but the same thing goes with the, with, with investments, you know, if, if you see a, a, a momentary dip or, or, you know, something that happens, um, you know, that, that may be a very short term, uh, reaction to, uh, either news events or the market or anything like that, you know, you, you don't want to sell or you don't want to have that kind of knee jerk reaction to, to take action right away. Uh, you know, you want to make sure that, uh, that you're doing what's in the best interest of of your of your goals, you know, what you're looking to save for. If you're saving for the long term, you know, you got to keep that in mind that, you know, over, you know, if you're investing for 30 years, over those 30 years, you're probably going to see some some just as many ups as you may see downs. Uh, hopefully we see more ups than downs. But, you know, intraday, you might see some, you, you know, you might see a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, That's but, totally you know, true. Every time I've seen, um, I've had uh, Gronkowski on my lineup and he's been yep. questionable um, yep. four times already. So if I yep. would have dropped him the first time because he can also, he's healthy sometimes, I would have yep. lost out on a, on a great season. 
Exactly. So exactly. far. You know, so far. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I hope to see you uh, you playing uh, me in the championship. I hope uh, I so, too. That's the way that it's going. But, you know, that's that's one of the biggest things is, you know, you, you can't have uh, knee jerk reactions when it comes to uh, fantasy football. And that that definitely translates over into investments, you know, it, because I, I can tell you right now, if you had dropped Gronkowski, I would have been the first one to pick him up. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm, well, I'm glad I held, held on. I'm glad I had a little bit of faith in the Gronk. And um, yeah. yeah. Well, um, thank you so much. This was incredibly educational. And uh, I will never, ever, ever drop you from my lineup, Brian. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that. And uh, when we do play in the in the championship, because I, I believe that we will be, uh, I will not be providing any advice on your lineup. Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll just be telling you all the opposite things that you should be doing. Well, I'll be providing you advice and you'll be like, I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it in, I will take it to heart and I will look into uh, look into see what I should do with my lineup. Excellent. That's that's very solid. All right. Well, all right. thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You as well. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Teach Me How to Money. Send us your questions at teachmehowtomoney at stashinvest.com. And we'll try to answer it in a future episode. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review on the iTunes store or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. If you want to invest with Stash, sign up and enter the promo code podcast and you'll get $5 to get started on your financial journey. Stash, it's your money. Simplified. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute a recommendation from Stash to the listener. Neither Stash nor any of its officers, directors, or employees makes any representation or warranty as the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any of the information contained in this podcast, and any liability, therefore, including the in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Stash, and Stash is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Stash to that listener, nor to constitute such a person a client of Stash.